Welcome to year two of the Funding Love podcast. I'm Mallory Elrod. And I'm Caitlin Duckworth. We are two adoptive moms that seek to love, support, and elevate all corners of the adoption triad, including adoptive families, adoptees, and birth parents. We do that through honest conversation with both expert and everyday voices about all things adoption and more all while running our nonprofit, Funding Love. We create post-adoption experiences that strengthen bonds, build community, and restore people. We are Funding Love, the podcast. Welcome back to the Funding Love podcast. This is your co-host, Kate. We are in episode 97, and we are starting a new three-part series called Adoption Is... So often we hear statements like adoption is love, adoption is hard, adoption is beautiful, and they can bring up all kinds of thoughts and emotions. So for the next few weeks, Mal and I are going to talk about three adoption is statements that we hear and feel the most. We're going to kick off the series today with Adoption is Messy. And, you know, we kind of have a lot to say about that. So I hope you all enjoy. Take a listen. And welcome back to episode 97 of the Funny Love Podcast. How are you doing today, Caitlin? Oh, I'm so good. We are starting a new series. Yes. Yeah. And um, so this episode that we're on here is actually called Adoption is Messy, but I want you to talk about what our series is called, because I think this is going to be really cool talking through all of the feelings of what what adoption is. Yeah. So this series is called Adoption is dot, dot, dot. Adoption is blank and it, fill it in. <laughs> that's right. I think that if you were on any type of social media platform, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, you see that people use these hashtags on their posts about adoption. And everybody uses a different one that mm-hmm. kind of applies to their story. But a lot of times they're taken as like a blanket statement. So like adoption is love. Exact. Adoption is loss. Adoption mm-hmm. is trauma. Adoption is messy. And so we have recognized throughout mm-hmm. our journey that adoption is so many different things. And it's different for every different person and every different story. Right. Because there is like, you know, we we like adoption is love, we say, can mean something really hard to somebody else. No, mm-hmm. There's no love here. Or adoption is messy and you'd be like, it's not messy, it's it's good. But I I, I do think like you're saying it it has different meanings to different people, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's not true for somebody. Correct. So like I don't I don't I don't like the idea of when people say we should remove that from what the adoption is because it is it it's true for somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it's true for me, it's not maybe not true for you. But I do think it's worth talking about. I agree. All of these words. I feel like so many of these statements can be just like electrically charged. Yeah. To where when you put that hashtag out there, you're gonna have fifty percent of your audience be like, me too. And the other are gonna be like, you should never say that. <laughs> well, this right there is one hundred percent why adoption is messy. Right. Like what you just said. Like yes. all, all of that because it is so charged and so I mean, so heavy, electrifying to some people. But yeah, so we're gonna talk today about adoption is messy. We say that a lot on this podcast. And so we're like Let's talk about why adoption is messy. Let's address it. Yeah. Why is it messy for us? Why do we feel from our point of views and from being in this world now for a little bit why adoption is messy? Um, It could mean something different to somebody else, but we're going to kind of talk through some things that we feel about about this word. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say adoption is messy because it's not neat. No. It's not orderly. It's not consistent. There's nothing about it that is straightforward. Right. Written in a book. It's never going to be the same for anybody. 
So it's it's messy because it it's not neat. So it's the opposite. It's just, just as it is. It is. And if you are a prospective adoptive parent, adoptive parent, so you are thinking about adoption and you're listening to this podcast just to learn more, just know. Like I think a lot of times when you are talking to agencies or talking to consultants, mm-hmm. they can fall into the habit just of like it's a business practice. Like you're going to mm-hmm. fill out this, mm-hmm. you're going to do the home study, then you're awaiting family in this, and it kind of seems categorized mm-hmm. in your brain as like what well, step one, step two, step three, and it's just not like that. Like there's elements of it that are sure the paperwork is going to be you know yep. step one, step two, step three, but. Adoption as a whole just does not work that no, way. No, that's actually a good point because I had a I have a um a friend from high school. I haven't seen her in years, but she reached out to me and she said, "Hey, we're thinking about adoption, and I'd love to talk to you about your experience because it looks like it was smooth for you." <laughs> <laughs> she did not listen to the podcast, did she? <laughs> well, she was. You just laughed. No, because that's what it looks like on social media, and that's what it feels like. You're like, oh. Yeah, they wanted to adopt, and then they they adopted and two then, beautiful girls. Yeah, like, here's oh, the post. Here Congratulations! And 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 I texted her. I was like, "Can I have a phone call with you?" Because over text, this is going to be a little bit like, "Yes, we're the story is the way that it should be, and we're very happy the way that this all is. We're blessed." But it wasn't smooth, and it wasn't simple, and and I and not to scare you, but ugh. so that's exactly right. It mm-hmm. does come across as orderly, mm-hmm. and and I don't want to scare anybody away either. It's just you got to have expectations that it, it won't be. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Correct. Right? Correct. There's going to be some turns there. And although we're not birth parents, right? I know that even for a woman that is an expectant mom that goes to an agency, they probably present the plan very similarly. Mm. Oh, no problem. Just pick out the the profile that you like. Go and through then, counseling and then you pick a family and then here you go. Correct. Go to the hospital. Yeah. <clears throat> correct. Even we – heard last week from Athani about how yeah. when she was going through her process on the front end, like, oh, no big deal if it's a transracial adoption. Just pick any family you want, and then this will happen, and then that will happen. And how right. it took her a while to work through that, and it was in relationship with other birth moms that she was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I should have given this more I should have thought more about that, yeah. or it really did impact me in a certain way, mm-hmm. and I let them kind of tell me how I feel. Right. So even it's- for a birth mom, I feel like it's not orderly. There's mm-hmm. not a standard procedure like you, it's all messy. It's yeah. all very messy. It is messy. That So like that, just to, to have a simple, I guess, definition around it, that's why it is messy because it's not neat. Mm-hmm. But like when you talk to like when you now when we're talking about like the heaviness of it and the feelings of it, there's so much messiness there too, though. Yes. Like when you start going through like even like infancy of your new child that you bring home, like the conflicting feelings wow. that you have there. Like I'll I'll just say because we're kind of fresh off of this you you're in the hospital and you're so happy because you have this new baby and you're so grateful to be building your family and like there's these joy feelings but then you give this birth mother a hug on the way out and your mm-hmm. heart is just broken because you f- you're like feeling her loss as a mom and you're like what is happening what am mm-hmm. i doing i'm taking this child from her but she chose us so it's like so conflicting you're like oh my gosh i'm so happy my heart is breaking for her but i'm happy because she chose us but she's leaving without this child so it's like Mm -hmm. messy it's like Mm -hmm. how am i supposed to feel right now this was a choice that she wanted and believed was best or still believes is best and we're doing this that's so hard and so conflicting so you don't know how to feel you're like am i supposed to be joyful 
I am joyful, but then I'm – it's so messy. Like you can't it say it's one thing. It is. It's and you kind of thing. just have to sit there in the mess. Like feel not even them. try yeah. to sort it out too much, especially in the moment. That can come later with like time or hindsight. But sometimes you just have to allow yourself to sit in the messy and be like, it's yep. okay that I feel so many different feelings right now. And I think it's good that you feel many feelings because I do feel like, you know, there probably are adoptive parents out there. And I would say this for me the first time through. First time through, I did not feel the heaviness of this. I think mm-hmm. I talked about that in the episode when we talked about the adoption. I The first time through, I didn't feel that heaviness towards the birth mother that I felt this time. I think it's because I've been through it, and now I've in the adoption world meeting other birth moms, and also I am a mom now. Mm-hmm. So like feeling it. But to say, I, I do think it's a good thing if you are feeling those conflicting feelings, like you said, sit in it, mm-hmm. because that is okay. And I think that just shows that you're human and you care. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. So another reason I feel like adoption is messy, and mm-hmm. this is going to kind of be me being vulnerable. Okay, do it. But I can, I, I'm assuming that there's people out there that feel the same way as me, especially other adoptive parents. Mm-hmm. Being in an open adoption, and I know not every adoption is open, so this is more specific to open adoption, but maybe not. I'll get there. It is folding in that birth story, folding in birth Mm. mom, birth family, like running everything about my son's life through – you know, whether it was losing a tooth or his first haircut or his birthdays, running through the filter of like, how can I share this with her? Mm Mm-hmm. It's so amazing that I get to do that. And it every time I do and I get, you know, to talk to her and hear her reaction and how much it means to her, I feel so much joy and I'm so thankful and I want to continue doing that. Yep. But then I'm not going to lie. In my like human fleshly side sometimes mm-hmm. when his birthday is coming up and it's right after Christmas. And you have so much going so on. So much is going on. It's so busy. And then I'm like, oh, his birthday's coming up. Oh, I need to reach out to his birth mom and see if she wants to join in, what she's doing, what her schedule's like, what does he want to do? Does he want to hang out this place it's a layer. this year? It's another yeah, layer. it's like another layer of something I have to think about. And I'm not gonna lie, in my like most human moments, sometimes I'm like, I just wish I could just parent my kid and like throw like a little birthday party and be done with it. Yeah. Like not have to worry about that extra layer of folding in the other side of his story. But then you feel guilty you feel that way. Then I feel guilty that <laughs> yeah. I even had that thought. Because you love her and you're glad she's in her life. I know. And it's we so... always walk away from every time we spend time with her, every time I text with her or message and it her. Fills, it fills Mason up. Yeah. Yes. It's mm-hmm. great. But then, you know, it's just something else I have to think about and plan and be intentional with. And sometimes you're just like, I don't have the energy to be intentional. I just want to live my life. Keep yeah. living that life, girly. <laughs> yeah. Be- because, I mean, it is true because... Because adoption is a part of the story. It is not the whole, it's not your whole life. So you have other things in mm-hmm. life going on. And so when this layer is in there, you're like, ooh, it, it it takes effort. Right. And that's why it can be messy because, it feel messy because you want to do it, but you're so busy and I wish I didn't have to, but I want to. It's right. all of those. It's, it's very both, messy. Both and, yeah. And the reason why I say it's not maybe just specific to open adoption is because I can imagine if you adopted from another country internationally, and maybe you don't have a relationship with birth family, but you are trying to still fold in cultural yes. differences yes. or ethnicity differences or even talking to Mathani last week about transracial adoption, like being intentional with the community you choose. And sometimes you're just like, I just want to go to church because I like this church, not because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about all the layers. And 
I think that's just our selfish, like, human side. Mm-hmm. I think it's natural. But I think it's okay for us to say, like, sometimes that's hard and it feels messy because I just want to do what we do as a family mm-hmm. and what we've always done. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. it grows me and it brings me joy. And I love being able to see, you know, your your child grow or whatever it is and connect with who they are. But I, I – and I don't want to speak for any birth moms or birth parents, but I, I could – I know in some conversations we've had, if we're going to put this on the other side, I bet you they feel the same way in the sense of, I wish I could just talk to my child and not go through their parents. Oh, absolutely. I just want to text them. I don't want to have to go through their parents yes. and say, can I te- can I text them? So it's both sides, yes. I think, of like, oh, there's this layer that yeah. we have to like. Yeah. When can I just have a relationship with my kid that's not about the adoptive family right. and how they feel? And what they do. And Especially how they, yes. when you get into those teen years. Like I know we had Brittany on the podcast and she yes, talked about reconnecting with of. her teen mm-hmm. daughter and like being respectful of when she reaches out and mm-hmm. looking forward to those years when, you know, as an adult, an adult can choose to reach out and spend time with who they want to spend time with, whether it's a friend or a at family. At night as they fall asleep, yes. text each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm, yeah, it's. It is funny how it's on every side. Mm-hmm. And I I bet adoptees, adoptees feel the feel same, same way. way. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just be with my birth family. Mm-hmm. I wish that, you know, I could just text my birth mom. Mm-hmm. But then also being like, I love my adopted family. This is where I feel like I belong here. I don't want to feel like I have to go to my – so I think it's both. Right. Like, I mean, there's there's just right. like – that's why it's messy because it's not just like, oh, hey, adopt a baby, Ooh, happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Nothing – never has that existed. No. Yes, happily ever after in the sense of there's so much love for your child, but not happily ever after – it's simple. In any, in any in sort any of life. sort of life. Yeah. No. And, and and this is this is why when you if we're talking to prospective adoptive parents who really want to do this, go in knowing that you have that there will just go in knowing that. I don't mm-hmm. ever want to deter somebody from it because I think adoption is beautiful and I I'm so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. It's how we grew our family and I'm I would never change our story. But I just would preface like, it's not for the faint of heart. It is not. No, it's, it's not. It is simply not for everybody. And I'm not saying that to like tap myself up. I'm so much stronger. This is this is where we feel like the how the Lord wanted us to grow our family, just to be honest with you. Um, but I just want people to enter it cautiously. Yeah. How about that? And educated. And educated because I do, would, would hate for you to get in it and be like, oh, this is too messy. I'm done. We're going to block out the birth family. Right. Because that's not what it no. should be either. No. And we're not saying that. We're just addressing that it is messy. Correct. Yeah. And I think we can confidently say too, or I sure I surely can, that every time I lean into the messy, every time I lean into the side that feels a little bit hard or mm-hmm. a little bit awkward, mm-hmm. there's so much reward and benefit on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. There's so much benefit to building a relationship with mm-hmm. his birth mom. There's so much benefit for me and yep. for him yep. and his future. Yep. And even in those moments where I do wish it could be easier or simpler or more cut and dry or more orderly, more neat, every time I lean into the messy and allow myself to feel that, I feel like it comes out better in the end. Oh, my gosh, yes. It makes me a better mm-hmm. person, too. Mm-hmm. I can say that. Our, our um older daughter i've had some uncomfortable texting conversations with her birth mom nothing angry nothing upsetting but uncomfortable and vulnerable mm-hmm. and um something that i was like ooh this is not com-. like i don't like the feeling mm-hmm. of these words that were that are going back and forth but we got through that and our conversations are so much better mm. 
now. I think it's like there's a wall every time those hard things are said, a wall that comes down mm-hmm. and, and the layers that are like being chipped away. And we feel like, I feel like it's easier. Yes. And our, we're bonded more. So you're right. Lean into the messy. Yes. And it is rewarding. And I think that your story then brings up another point we wanted to make about adoption is messy is this dance between oh. adoptive parent mm. and and birth family like adoptive family birth family <laughs> yes. it is such a weird dance because i feel like we're all feeling the same mm-hmm. thing and we've talked about this with birth moms on our trips yes mm-hmm. about how every time we get together we will feel you know i would feel nervous about like am, is she gonna think i'm doing a good job is she going to like the the outfit that he picked up mm. that he picked out is he is his hair nice enough or is she gonna like that he listens to this song or watches that tv show and he says something is she think that that's like rude right like all like his manners oh what if he what if he pitches a fit you know because he's Mm -hmm. a toddler or a child and it looks on me like i'm a bad parent all of these things but then come to find out the birth mom's thinking the same thing oh my goodness is she gonna think that i'm dressed well enough do i look presentable do i look like you know is am yes. i gonna say the wrong thing and offend her am i gonna hug him too long and she's gonna think that i want him back mm-hmm. all of these things mm-hmm. like spinning around both of our heads when really we just love each other yeah. and we love our <laughs> kid and we just want him to be happy yeah to both of us all but together. We, we have yes. these, these silent fears dancing. Also, around. like I, I know I've had texting conversations with with her, with my daughter's uh, birth mom, of like, um, you know, I would love to get together. I'm sorry if it's like I don't want to be too much. And she's like, Oh no, no, you're never too much. I never want to text you because I don't want to be too much. Uh-huh. So it's like this thing of like, <laughs> and you're like, just text, just me. text me. And she's like, just text me. So it, it is this like dance, and it, it's it, it's confusing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just that's just part of it. And I think that will. For my daughter's story, I think you're you're farther along than I am. I think the older she gets, the more that that breaks down too, Absolutely. because their your relationship is growing as Absolutely. as your child gets older. It does, and I think that's the beauty of adoption and open adoption. I mean, is that you have nothing but time. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the beginning of an open adoption and it doesn't feel comfortable or right or what you thought. Give it time. Yes. Give it time because all relationships take time. And then they change because your and child they, gets they older and they have an opinion. And they grow and yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And so, you know, we've talked about like birth families and adoptive parent side of things. But like what about the adoptee's point of view here as far as if you were to say adoption is messy? We're not adoptees. So we can't really say. Right. Um. What, how would you define how, – how would you talk about that? I definitely think that adoption feels messy for many of them, at least many of the stories that we have heard. I don't even mean messy in a negative way, kind no, of like yeah. we said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But we've had two recent episodes with two adult adoptees sharing their story and just that balance of do I want to know about my birth family or do I not? Do I have a relationship with my birth family? How do I – love my birth family and then help my adoptive family know that it doesn't change the way I feel and love them. And I think right. it's also that, de- that delicate dance for them as well. Yep. No. Yeah. And, and also I'm happy with my family. I don't want to search. Mm-hmm. So that feeling of like, am I bad? Mm-hmm. Am I a bad child for not wanting to search for my biological mm-hmm. family? And the answer is no, there's right. no right or wrong here. That's why it's Correct. so messy. Um, 
but yeah, it is. That is can can be be a very conflicting feeling right. as your child's trying to find their identity, but feels bad because they love their family. Right. But then, but then also, what if I search my family and they don't want me, mm. or they're not around, or they live in mm. another country, or right. I can't reach them, or they don't respond, and yes. then that rejection. So like it's messy or, because you want to, but you're afraid. It's yeah. Mm. Or I figure out I have all these other siblings. Do I want a relationship with them? What am I supposed to do now? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that so taking that first step is gosh. Is, I mean, the more we say it, it's just like adoption is messy. Like, let's just say it. It is. And that that's one might be the one it. that's like the blanket statement. That's like okay, yeah, it everybody should fit every point. mold. Yeah. And is it just because adoption is messy, or is it just because life is messy? Because humans are messy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because as humans, there's feelings, and there's all sides of this that you have to care about, and that's because of our selfish nature. We don't always want to care about it. We don't always understand other sides. And so it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, this is this is um, a good one to start with this series, I think, because we I think we say this one the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one feels the most true to me. I agree. Yeah. And I don't think that because it's messy, it eliminates other things that adoption is. And we'll talk Absolutely about this not. in this series um, because it is so much more. Like I said earlier, it's beautiful. It, it my, I'm, my family is beautiful because of adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's messy. <laughs> but it's messy. <laughs> but it's messy. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, yeah. But this is going to be a good series, and I'm 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 hopeful that our listeners, that you guys, feel that way too. Um, those listeners who aren't even in the adoption community, I think more than anything to yes. understand to understand the adoption community right. and and adoptees and everything. But yeah. yes, and can I also give a shout out, please, to all of those that listen to this podcast, please. And we went to an an event last night Mm -hmm. for our husband's work, and I had multiple people come Mm -hmm. up to me and some say, hey, I've listened to the podcast, Mm -hmm, and they're not in the adoption community. So if that is you, if you are a consistent listener of ours, or maybe this is the first episode that you've listened to, but you're not in the adoption community, I want to give a shout out to you and say thank you for listening because this community is, as we've said before, one of the most unseen Mm. underserved community of people because from the outside world those that are not connected to adoption don't see what the big deal is okay so you just adopted it's very misunderstood it's very misunderstood misunderstood about why this community needs community and support and love and acceptance why they need those things Mm. so the fact that you're listening and educating yourself on something that you're not even a part of is a really big deal and we really appreciate you oh yeah Absolutely. Um, this was fun. This yeah. was a fun episode. Yeah. yeah, we have two more in this series. So I hope you y'all continue to listen. So before we wrap up, Mal, we always do a fun little since this is the funding love podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you in life, what are you loving right now? What am I loving right now? Right now mm-hmm. I am loving being in Florida. Mm. I know I've said Welcome back to that we've had State. like the back and forth between yep. Florida and Georgia. And right now, January, it is freezing cold in our georgia home right now yep. everybody all of our georgia friends they are saying how cold it is well how... just so you know it's freezing here right now i woke up to like 55 in florida <laughs> 55 is freezing in florida <laughs> no i'm talking about 30 degrees 20 on. degrees <laughs> and it's cloudy every day just yeah. like the perpetually gray sky yeah. and right now we are sitting in my florida home with the sunshine streaming mm. in through the window you might hear a dog barking and outside. also yeah, yeah but it is truly beautiful and mm-hmm. i have to say the sunshine just gives me life so i'm thankful for this winter to be here in florida mm, that's a great one that's awesome <laughs> what are you loving right now well right now if i could be just real literal 
I'm loving my second cup of coffee that yes. I have in my hand right now. But also what I'm loving is Mallory and I are actually recording this podcast together. We yes. didn't say that, but we usually are like in two different places. But because we're in Florida, cheers. Cheers. Listen to our clink. Yes. We are sipping we our coffees. We are sipping our coffees together. So I'm grateful for the second cup of coffee sitting by my friend recording this podcast. I am too. Yeah. So grateful. That's what I'm loving right now. And uh, we got two more. So let's do it. Yes. Let's just keep this going. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to this episode of the Funding Love Podcast. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Funding Love Podcast. We are a crowdfunded nonprofit, which means that people like you can help make a lasting impact in the lives of adoptive families and birth moms. At Funding Love, we create post-adoption experiences that strengthen bonds, build community, and restore people. And when you partner with us, whether that is giving online, signing up to become a monthly donor, or simply buying merchandise from our shop, you are Funding Love.